Okay, and welcome back to the breakthrough, the the handball podcast. Uh, we are the first and only handball podcast in Australia. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Plummer, uh, former player uh, from national, state, and and club levels. Uh, and welcome back. Um, this is our second episode of our first season, and um, yeah, we really enjoyed the first time round. Uh, today, I'm joined by my good friend and coach of the Sydney University Hamill team, uh, Chris Scholl. Uh, Chris hails all the way from Germany, and he's moved over with his his family uh, to help come and grow the sport of handball in Australia. Uh, he's played for Sydney University. He's uh, at a few Superglobe tournaments. Uh, he's currently coaching Sydney in, um, towards the current nationals um, and also is spending time as the youth high performance coach and developing uh, youth players um, in, in here in Sydney. Um, Chris, why don't you say hello and introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, Steve. Um, thanks, first of all, for the invitation. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, in the end, it's a pleasure to be part of the podcast. And <laughs> when I heard about the first time that you want to do this, like this Hempel podcast, I would say, yeah, I'm in it. And yeah, I'm happy, happy, happy to, to give a little bit of um, information about, uh, about me, um, introduce myself a little bit. Yeah. As Steve said, um, yeah, I'm Chris Skoll. Um, I'm originally from Germany. Um, I've been a former player with Sydney Uni. Uh, first time when I went to Australia was 2006 or seven. So I did my work and travel and didn't know anyone here in Australia and say, okay, what is the best thing to do and get in touch with some people? And I say, yeah, let's go into handball. Let's, and then I looked up at the website, is there any handball in Australia? And recently I found a club and then, yeah. And that's the story. I went to training and yeah. So when I look back like nine years later, so I'm still, you see, I'm in Australia, I'm still in touch with all the guys and yeah, like a big part of family. So I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, fantastic. Um, one of the reasons I got Chris to jump, come and join the show is it's really to give that, um, look, the home of the sport really is in Central Europe and Germany. And, you know, it's really good to hear yeah, a, a global perspective on what what makes handball um, so special. What's it like back in Germany? Because in Australia, yeah, I'm sure you'll be the first to say it's very, very different. Um, different good and different bad. And I think that's yeah, we have to take the good with the bad and everything that we do. Um, we'll go right back to the beginning. Uh, when did you start playing handball? Ah, oh, good question. I think I started playing handball when I was six years old, like a little kid. So my 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 dad and my grandfather actually was a former handball players. And when I was little, I always watched when he was playing, and I really enjoyed it. So in the halftime, I could go into the court, play some handball a little bit, threw some balls to the, in the goal, and I really enjoyed it. And then, I mean, I don't think that my daddy uh, pushed me into handball, but I just. <laughs> <laughs> had no other choice, so everyone was into the whole family was into handball. So it was like, okay, I got to go, and then I went to handball. So I started with six years, and at the same time, I started also um, playing soccer and tennis. But then I said, okay, I, I prefer like this handball sport is like the physical sport. It's a contact sport. I just love it. Fall in love with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the reason why I came to handball. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I think a lot of uh, a lot of kids here start playing soccer. 
um, rugby, um, you know, AFL and footy in the southern states. Mm-hmm. Um, and for them, it's a real... I guess you, you have the organised sport on the weekends, but during the, da- during the weekdays, uh, it's, it's a schoolyard game. So did, did you play it in the schoolyard? Yes, we did. Um, every break time, um, probably what you guys did when you were younger, mm. you played a break, uh, when you had a break uh, with school, you play like rugby or AFL mm-hmm. or netball, whatever. So we played always handball and soccer. So we had like, we play on the grass, like in a, in a 10 minutes break, everyone, always someone got a ball and then we just throwing balls and that's mm. it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it was good. So you'd uh, yeah, divide yourselves into teams, choose a team captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Who... Who um who got to pick the goalkeeper? They get picked last. They get picked first. I think the goalkeeper was last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you didn't get picked, yeah, you go go to the goals. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> that's I, how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pascal, but I don't think anyone goes to goals by choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that the Pascal Wingler, long time Sydney University goalkeeper, um, based in Switzerland these days. Uh, I always think it'd be a little bit crazy to be a goalkeeper because that ball comes very hard and very fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. It can hurt you really hard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, we, we I think we'd, we'd play touch football, we'd play, um, play soccer. It's quite a common schoolyard game. Um, and, yeah, I guess a lot of schools in Australia, we'd see that as we have grass and you'd run around there Um when you watch the professional handball, it's indoors, it's on a court. So, but you say you used to play on a field out on the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how was the game different playing on grass than maybe a hard court? <clears throat> um, the difference is, is yeah, it's on the court. It's 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 uh, more slippery than on the grass, and it's way faster on on the court um, than on the grass. I mean, when you were younger, you haven't really think about it. You just played. And it was fun. You just want to enjoy the moments and, and had fun. But yeah, the way different is like it's way faster when you play on the court. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that's always fascinating, I mean, how, I mean, obviously you've grown up in a country where handball is, it's mainstream and it's known. Um, how would you describe, I mean, how is, ham, what's, what's handball like in Germany? If you say, you know, to the, the common man in Germany, where, where does it sit? Um... You, you mentioned it before, um, the big difference, or handball is like number second sport, I would say, um, in, in Germany, and compared to soccer, so soccer is still number one, but it's really structured in Germany, so you have like three, four times a week training, um, have every weekend like competitions, and like tournaments, and, and there's a lot of extra sessions. What you, if you would like to do it, you can do it all the time. So it's was really structured. And we have like the big difference to compared to to Australia. Like we have really in every little town there's like a big handball venue or like court, proper courts, proper goals, and you can yeah can play almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that's always fascinated me, and I think in a few weeks we'll get out and we'll take you to your first uh, live rugby match here. What's what's a professional game like on game day? Uh, it's I remember when I when I was the first professional game I went to it was with my I think with my grandfather it was I was ten or eleven it was I always watched it on TV and I was super fascinated to watch it because all the audience there were like thousand people into the into the venue and like it's a, it's an amazing atmosphere in there it's like super loud and the 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 the, the fans are yelling and and. 
argue. This is good, good, nice atmosphere, really loud. And, and uh, yeah, it was just fascinating me. And then when they play like this huge, massive, strong guys against each other, so it was, was really cool to watch it the first time, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I still remember my first rugby game um, walking into a stadium for the first time because I've seen, you know, yeah. you can see it during the day, but you go there during the night and the, the lights are on, the grass has a different glow. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's, stadiums have always fascinated me and what it's like to go in the atmosphere. And I guess, you know, indoor stadiums just, just, I guess, would amplify the noise and the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super nice. I'll, uh, I remember when when I went there, like, I couldn't sleep the whole night because I was f so fascinated from the game and not just just the game, just also the halftime um, when they did the, like a special show, halftime show, and after the game. So it was yeah, it was just just an amazing thing. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, one thing always gets me. Yeah, so what did you eat? What did you drink? <laughs> what do you have in a handball game? Um, of course, beer, <laughs> beer and, and German sausage. That's that's what you're having. Yeah, at lunchtime, uh, at break time. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it probably beats the, yeah, the the beer and the hot dog here. Yeah, <laughs> far more sophisticated. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah. So for me, it's it's great to understand that you know it is a schoolyard game, uh, whereas here we'd see it needs to be very formalised and you know. There's very few places to play, but I think what you're saying, there's no real restriction just to playing wherever. Um, I think in Australia, one of the, the favourite pastimes would be backyard cricket, um, you know, where you get the bin with some stumps painted on it or mm. you get a cardboard box. Did you play it in the backyard at home? Yes, of, the, of course. Um, it was funny when we were younger. So I have a little brother and we always wants to play handball um, after, after, after school. Um, after dinner and we had like this this little game where we had like I don't, almost every day I think every night um, we had like seven meter shot, shootout and then we used like at, uh, in the kitchen we used the, the the frame door as a goal and so we did some different kinds of seven meter shots it was like, always like a as I said a seven meter shootout my brother against me and my dad and it was was, was quite fun um, my dad made it always hard for us because he didn't let us win, um, and I hated to lose all the time. So, and my mom actually was the the referee. So, <laughs> when we start arguing all the time, uh, she has to control everything under control. Um, yeah, and yeah, it was, was was really funny. And and I had, yeah, we had. I remember we had to play. I think almost midnight till I, I win my first first seven meter shootout <laughs> because my dad didn't let me win. So yeah. It was good, good fun. Yeah, just, when I look back, yeah, that's good. just a little bit competitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, I mean, look, thank you, Chris. It's great to hear what it's like. Um, you know, in, I guess you call the home of handball. Um, you know, I guess we we have different schoolyard games, different. You know, it's a different feel, but there's a lot of similarities. I feel between you. Know, yeah, it can be played anywhere, anytime, and I, th I think yeah, the idea to to win and to compete is very human, um, no matter who you are. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll use that as the perfect segue um, to so I guess what's breaking at the moment. So, um, overnight we uh, we'll, we'll turn it back to the road to the national championships in Canberra, and last night there was over the the video call. Uh, we had the draw um, conducted live um, with Carlos, uh, the head of uh, referees. 
Um, so that way we make sure we get a nice, even competition. Uh, so we'll start with the women's competition. So the women's competition, we, we have um, there'll be five teams competing. Uh, we have the defending champions with the University of Sydney, uh, Canberra Handball Club, UTS from Sydney, uh, Brisbane Handball Club and the Melbourne Handball Club. So for the women's competition, we have five teams uh, and they'll be playing in a round-robin competition. So they'll play each other once. And as far as we know, and look, we'll, we'll fact-check this afterwards, but if it's, it's a first-past-the-post uh, team with the most wins and, and best for and against uh, will be crowned the champions. And this year, for the first time in a while, is the, the winner will get to head to the women's uh, Superglobe. Um, in Saudi Arabia, so uh, a lot to play for there. Chris, have you watched much of the women's competition this year? Actually, I did. Um, it was good. We had like um, mostly like the, the women's played always when we had our competition games on the weekend mm. at Olympic Park. So mostly like the women's play before us, and I've been watching them. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I, I had the it looked compared to last year, so they improved quite a lot and good, 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 good games. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, so you think um, you think there's a favourite coming to this one, or do you feel that this is you know, look, there's a lot to play for? Um, how do you, how do you feel that yeah, the, the teams may fare? Mm, I think they're quite good, um, and I think they're getting better from year to year, and um, they improve quite a lot. And of course, they get some some players from from overseas, which mm -hmm. make uh, the level a bit higher. Yes, um, but I think they're doing quite well. Yeah, look, I think I think over the coming between now and the uh, over the next six weeks, we'll um, the aim is to get some of the the women in to to give their perspective on the game, how they how their preparations are going, uh, how they think they'll fare in the in the in the frigid Canberra <laughs> stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's not it doesn't get warm down there in summer, so in in the in the winter. So be good to yeah see how they're going to prepare for that um, because it's yeah. Their long days, starting early, finishing in the afternoons, where it starts to chill down again. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be um, we'll be reaching out to some of the girls there to so they can walk us through through their preparation. Uh, moving on to the men's competition. So the men's competition will be it, it's uh, we have eight teams, and so being a few more teams, uh, it's been broken down into Group A and Group B, and that was the main purpose of the draw last night. Uh, so in Group A, we have the University of Queensland, UTS, St Kilda and the Brisbane Handball Club, uh, which leaves in Group B, uh, Sydney University, the Canberra Handball Club, UNSW and uh, University of South Australia, so UniSA. Um, Chris, so I mean, Sydney University are defending champions again and, and took the, the New South Wales League title um, very closely over UTS. Um, it was, I believe, we were tied. The competition ended up tied on competition points, and it came back to a, a countdown on uh, goal difference. Um, yeah. So how do how do you how do you see the group? Do you think it? Which do you think is the tougher group? Um, to be honest, it's really really hard to say. I mean, they're both competitive groups. Group A is pretty good. Um, with uh, University of Queensland, they came into the final last year, 
Um, then UTS, uh, they kept become second at the New South Wales, like really, really close to each other, so they're really good. Um, and St. Kilda, of course, um, that's a pretty good team. And this is a pretty tough group. Um, yeah, with Brisbane Hempel Club, um, I think it's like the, the big unknown team. I mean, that's basically with all the young Australian players. They're doing quite really, really, really good. They're doing a really good job. Um, yeah, uh, this is like a really competitive group. And then when it comes to it comes to our group, um, yeah, Canberra um, is a really, really strong team and with a fantastic coach tape. Um, he has always something special in mind. So we always, <laughs> yeah, we can be, um, yeah, we will surprise us for sure. Um, then UNSW, also good team with the coach of Owen, um, the uh, under-21s head coach. Um, they're doing a fantastic job. Um, the big unknown is the University of South Australia. Um, but as I said, I mean, you can't really say there's a group A or group U, they're, they're stronger, they're both competitive. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So being head coach of the Sydney University, who are you most looking forward to playing out of the, in the, the group stage? That's always, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm looking forward to this, to this national, uh, national tournament. I'm, I'm looking forward to this event. Um, I'm really excited to be, to be with my team there. We, we will be ready for this tournament. And I'm just yeah, super excited for this whole tournament for the five days. Um, it's going to be exhausting, but um, I don't have any particular in mind that I want, would love to play. I'm just uh, looking forward for this, for this amazing tournament. Yeah. Yeah, also I think I think that's the general consensus um, after coming off a few years of COVID, where uh, the the tournament didn't happen um, and didn't totally didn't happen in its in its totality. Uh, to now have the you know, COVID, uh, you know, look, it's not gone, but certainly behind us, um, and it's not you know we're now getting you know the teams are growing. Um, that you know each team's larger than they were a few years ago, which means that they'll be more competitive. Um, a lot more competition, and look, there's still there's still a ticket to Qatar. Sorry, not Qatar. That's been Saudi the, Arabia. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Qatar was the earlier tournament, so there's there's a ticket to Saudi Arabia um, to play uh, against the other continental champions, uh, which is you know, it, look, this is the the biggest stage I think we can play on. We play on at the moment, and I think it's always really exciting um, when that tournament. Um, that it's been so, Chris. You've been to a few of the the, the Super Globe tournaments. I mean, w what does it mean to you to to be there? Um, first of all, it's always be like something special. Like if you if you a former handball player, and it's you can't say really as a dream of you will be part of or go go to the Super Globe. Where I mean, it's it's just be lucky that I was part of it. Like when I was in Australia, and I was at the right time at the right moment here. Um, but when it comes to this tournament at the uh, Super Glow, it's like just an amazing tournament. It's just, if you have the chance, go there. It's just a, an enjoy and it's, you play against, when you get it, it's a one in a lifetime chance, play against the best teams all over the world. And with this fantastic organization, um, it's an amazing, a fantastic week. And it's, yeah, just incredible. Yeah. So it's a very worthy prize for the winner. So it's um, the, <laughs> the competition's on this year, and uh, yeah, so we're, we're sitting six weeks out. 
Um, and you know, the teams are all deep in preparation. Uh, that's where we're going to leave it today. So, Chris, thank you for your time and giving us a bit of a, you know, where you started with handball. I think that's always, yeah. For those who've grown up in Australia, I didn't start playing until I was 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. um, you know, it wasn't a schoolyard thing for me. It was very much, you know, it's something I picked up at university with a group of friends and then it, it's grown into yeah, a real family thing. Um, so it's good to hear where it started. Um, for those, yeah, please log into um, you know, your podcast app of choice. Please subscribe so you can get all the latest episodes. Uh, we'll aim to come to you weekly. Uh, that's where we'll pick up again uh, Tuesday or Wednesday next week by the time it hits your, your podcast inbox. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, drop us on the – check out the Instagram, the underscore handball underscore podcast, uh, and also the handballpodcast.com if you want to drop any comments, any questions, if you want to get involved with the show, uh, please, yeah, get in touch and, yeah, We'd love to, you know, share the journey together. Yeah. Thanks, Steve, for having me here. Thanks. Welcome, Chris. Anytime. And um, we'll do it again next week. Yeah. Thanks. Thank See you, guys. See ya. See ya. See ya.